Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of a magic your Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, people in podcast land. Welcome back to another week here at By the By. Another week here at By the By. Yeah. Yeah. We've made it through the week. We've made great. it through the week. Just great. This is one of those uh, improv games. Oh, my God. Have, did you ever play that where you have to follow what the other person is saying? It's hard. Mm, it anyway, uh, I just thought uh-huh. it'd be fun. To that. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is. Well, if you live in Sydney or the East Coast of Australia, this week, I hope you are safe and dry or have built an ark and gathered two of all your sexy friends. Yes. Yes. Uh, because. It is raining and raining and raining forever. And I'm not sure if we're ever going to see sun again. No. And the 10 uh, day forecast is still for yeah. rain every day. But we are high, dry and safe. Just sending our love out to all of our friends and loved ones out on the East Coast of Australia. Uh, hopefully you are dry as well. Yes. We're going to start this real quick with, this is episode 300B. 301, technically. I mean, it's another week. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still 300B. And if you haven't listened to 300A yet, you might want to go back and listen to it, which was last week's. It's easy to find. Yeah. So this is a continuation of last week's of episode 300. And the structure of that was that we sent questions out to our Discord listeners and Patreon people. And we asked them to basically record their answers and send them in to us. And so we compiled that into the last episode and this one. Yes. And Leo and the gentlemen were able to join us Yay. and give their input as well. So we all discussed everything, our answers, other people's answers. I don't know, a bit of pontification of the world. It's a very good word choice <laughs> to use because we pontificated a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is a continuation. Uh, last week was the first four questions Five questions, maybe. And then this week is the last four. I don't know. Split it somewhere. I think it was five. It was an odd number of questions. We split it halfway. Yeah. I think it was five last week and four this week. Either way, this is a continuation. So if you missed 300, go back and listen to that before listening to this one. Yes. Because it'll make a lot more sense because we just kind of dive into it. It It's true. It's true. (laughs) Before that, we have a pendulum party. Yay. That is coming up on March 24th. You were so close. So close. God damn it. On Mar- Friday, March 25th. It's always a Friday. Uh, yes. So the 25th of March. And then the next one. Uh, also, that one is a, it's got a theme. It's our first one with a theme. And that is an 80s theme. So come dressed in your 80s gear, mm-hmm. your 80s attire. And then the next, next one is May 
Sixth? Seventh. Fucking A. Off a day. Each goddamn time. Uh, you just want your own personal pendulum I on do. Thursday. It is. And then the big one on Friday. It's me by myself in the club. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yes, May 27th. So, yeah, very excited for those to come up and to see y'all out there. As always, if you can make it, please come say hello and we will give you a hug. Yes. Three hugs. Yes. Anything else that you want to say before we jump into this? No, let's just get into it. Jump right. in, dive in. Let her rip. This one is a very important question. Number six Who loves the gentleman's foot? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's um, the eye contact that's so disturbing. <laughs> He's like, yeah, take it, take it. So for people out there who can't see, uh, Pippin loves, loves, loves to hump the gentleman's foot. And until recently, it was only the gentleman's foot. We've recently found another foot that he he's, likes just as much. He's polyamorous. Yeah. That's how he identifies. He's polyfooterous? <laughs> poly- Is that a thing? Wow. He's, he's polypodiatrist? Ooh, I like Oof. that. <laughs> but he does stare you in the eyes while he's fucking Quite vigorous at the moment. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Uh, he said the safe word. <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm a bit jealous. He's he's never fucked my foot. <laughs> he's fucking the air above uh, my foot. So what now. we've learned is that he fucks the feet of experimental people. Are you not experimental enough, maybe? I know I feel fucking judged by a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel judged by a, co- a ball of brown cotton. <laughs> I have a better haircut than that. No. No. All right. Number six. How long have you been listening to Buy the Buy podcast? I'm going to say from the beginning because I fucking edit this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I don't listen to Buy the Buy podcast. <laughs> I listens to, I think, there's not really seasons, are there? But I feel like there's seasons. Um, it was from the, when did I, I met you guys at the... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. Does anybody else have Seasons of Love just go through your head when he said that? Yeah. 525,600 <laughs> episodes. Yeah, episodes for you. Anyway. Um, did I, I, did I meet you guys at the... Way ruder things than episodes, but anyway. <laughs> like 500,000 or something. I feel like Bradford has another thing besides episodes. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a human pincushion. <laughs> Sorry, gentlemen, we cut you off. <laughs> um, second pendulum. Yeah. Second pendulum. Mm-hmm. So the night that I met the two of you, um, you gave me your card at the club. Mm-hmm. And then I went home that night and downloaded the podcasts. From, and, I, and I listened to the podcasts from the beginning from that night forward. Oh. Oh. Leah. I, I didn't know there was a podcast until you walked up the stairs at a particular adult store mm-hmm. I happened to work for with media and then I knew there was a podcast. And I listened intermittently. Uh, look, I'm sorry, but I'm a really... You have a life! ...marketing <laughs> type person who happens to time in when he needs to and yes. and then, then dip out. Yeah, I do, I do kind of dip in and out. Uh, but it's since 2000 and... Oh, 16. There's podcasts that I listen to where I listen to every episode. And then there's other ones like that where I listen to certain ones. And it's, and especially with our content, it can be quite varied. So some topics and some weeks may appeal to some people and then others, you know, it's, it's not going to be all of it is not for everyone's interest, really. Now, it may be just because you're fucking curious, and I love you people out there who are fucking curious about everything. You love you people, but and, and you go want out to and get some sunlight. And you want to learn about everything. But, but yeah, because I, I am that way with some, some podcasts. I listen to everyone and some I don't, mm. and that's okay. What do our listeners say? 
I've listened for about three years or so, and I look forward to every new episode. I have been listening since I met them at Desire, which I believe was 2018. Since April 2018. I know that because I sent an effusive email to y'all right after my first By the By podcast listening binge. Uh, I think around two or two and a half years. Nine months. I think around June 2016, I think I started listening and then went back and listened to all the old podcasts as well. I've been listening since November 2017. I could say about two years. I have been listening to the By the By podcast for at least three years, maybe even four. I probably started listening sometime between four and five years ago after a crossover with Life on the Swing set. You know, some cultures it's one, two, and more than that, so I'd say more than that years. It's been a while. I've been lurking quite a while. You guys were Mr. and Mrs. Adam, and I think it's sometime in 2017. I don't remember that far back, though. <laughs> I slept a whole bunch of soon. This is utterly hilarious. I do not listen. What? <laughs> no, I don't is, want to lie. This is not true. You do listen, but only if uh, you're A, mentioned, or B, on it. Do you know what, right? I'm going to make it... No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to... No, no, I'm not going to listen. There's no good saying I'm going to, because I don't. <laughs> I will try, because I adore their voices. Okay. I literally... It's not because I don't want to listen. It's because... I just don't listen to podcasts full stop. I know, I just don't not even time. ours. I know. Not even our own. Not even our own. But I will, because okay. they're beautiful people. They are very, very beautiful people. Yeah. You listen all the time, though. Yeah, I do. I've listened <laughs> to them person. for a good few years before we did our podcast. So a good few years now. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's really cool. Oh, it I is really, good. I, really I just don't have time. Sorry. Okay. I, I've never felt more in tune... I love the fact that Mrs. H is like, I'm just not going to lie. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, like, I'm going to try. Ugh, no, I'm not going to try. <laughs> do, do you still have that button there, Bradford? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my second favorite Mrs. H quote. <laughs> and the other one? And my favorite one is Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Pussy! <laughs> oh my god! So I, I really, I really, I feel an affinity there. Like, <laughs> I, I tune in on on episodes. I really, I feel like I need to hear, and yeah. I want to be in tune with. But actually, a lot of the time, I honestly, I don't have the time. I don't listen yeah. I, in general. I don't listen to podcasts. I know that's that's bad in the contemporary world, but I get it. I, I understand the time crunch, mm. and you tune into things you really want to tap into. Yeah. I'm still I, amazed that anybody listens to us for more than an episode. I got to be honest. I every time, every week that you put out a podcast that I don't listen to, uh, or don't, yeah. so so I actually find it interesting that listening through those answers, many people have been listening for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. there are a few new ones, but. At the same time, many have been listening since, what, 2016, 17, yeah. 18? Yeah. That was the so, genesis. That was very, December 2015 was when we first started. Ugh. So very near the beginning. So I'm just amazed that there are so many people that have really hung on through all that time. And we're absolutely incredibly grateful to each and every one of you. Yeah. But it is really cool to see that and we know that there are new people because we talk to them we interact with them online and whatnot and then recently had a date with them but <laughs> there are new people that are finding us and and getting into this but at the same time there's so many that have 
listened for a very long time and stuck with it and love us enough to keep listening. And thank you. We love you. Yes. I can't. <laughs> my gratitude bucket is full and overflowing. I going to be honest, I don't understand you, but I love you. <laughs> However, if you think, like, I think back to the podcast that I listen to, and I would say probably 50% of them I've been listening to for five years or more. Yeah. Like, once I find something that I like, I stick with it. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're going to make me happy week on week on week, or, you know, however often you release episodes, but you're going to continually make me happy, and I'm going to enjoy the content that you put out. And sure, some weeks are better than others and whatever, but consistently overall, I know that these ones are going to be good. And I'll pick up new ones here and there, and they may work their way in. But at the same time, like, there's those ones I've just, they keep going. I've been listening you to keep them. keep coming back to, yeah. yeah. Wow, so you're saying we're consistently good. Well, it's the ones you stick with. Maybe they're the ones you identify with. Yeah, like, fair enough. I find a community in the things I come back to time and time again. I'm not a great regular week-to-week kind of listener, viewer of anything. It doesn't matter what the medium is, even the, the work that I do. But the ones I come back to are the ones I feel a connection with. Yeah, there's a place where yeah, I feel fair a, enough. Yeah, there's an affinity there. I can, ex- I can accept that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. Next question. All right. We're going to need someone to keep a tally. Okay. <laughs> uh, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I want it. Gentlemen. Bradford. Somebody. Okay. All right. Someone good with numbers. Who's that? Who? Oh, it's, it's, it's me. <laughs> all right. Give time? me this bridge. All right. All right. Just, are you ready for this question? Yeah. Who would you rather receive oral from? Uh, Angela or uh, Bradford? I'm not ready for this question. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. The, what's the I situation? Before I give my answer, I think I'm going to need a free trial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we may need a uh, what is, is it? A blow off? <laughs> a blow off? <laughs> I think they call it an oofty. <laughs> oofty, oofty. It was invented in Sweden. Mm, is your name Yuli? Hello, Yuli. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the listener answers to this one, I'm just going to say Angela because I've had Bradford. He's fucking amazing, but I want something new. You bitch! I was gonna say Angela too! (laughs) I don't like you right now. Look, I know that you're so great with your mouth, Uh but Mm -hmm. I haven't had me. I want me. (laughs) Want me to want me. I'm I'm gonna turn my attention to the gentleman because I'm really curious. Oh really? Are are you yeah. all answering this one? Or are we going straight to listeners? Uh, well, you can go, answer. Go to Happy. listeners. Listeners. All right, all right. Are you ready? Hang on, hang on. So I need to write Angela down for one. Uh, two. <laughs> me down for one. Or you down for one? Because yo, know, I got two votes. You got none. I know. Mm-hmm. I can hate you so bad. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Listeners, here we go. Both. Yes. Um, yeah, that's not me answering. By the way, I should point that out. Unless you get on a plane. Both. Over I like them both. No, I okay. want them both. In and around my mouth and face and everything. And everything. And all, all over me. Okay. I, all I, over me, and I want to be all over them. Okay. Both. Can I have, being greedy, oral from Angela whilst playing Fortnite with Bradford? I didn't see that. I think that would be... A, That'd could, be awesome. We could arrange that, I think. Um, I'm not quite sure how successful the oral would be or how successful your fortnight playing would be <laughs> why was where's your why would her oral not be amazing like it always is oh no her oral's amazing but you'd probably like suck at the game i if i close my eyes but even if i don't close my draw eyes back the curtains. yeah i draw back the curtains <laughs> i can actually remember angela giving me a head 
Like, I've got that, I know how she does it, and I know her technique. Okay. I reckon I could pick her out in a crowd. Open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you still got his eyes closed. <laughs> I'm just going to be closing my eyes. I'm going to get a towel. Another two and a half minutes. <laughs> Thank you. I would rather receive oral from Angela, but specifically as a 69, while Bradford fucks one or the other or both of us. I'd gladly accept oral from either. Both? Both is good. But I know this is an or question, so I'll choose Angela on the assumption that it would be a 69. I would have to go with Angela, although I have heard rave reviews about Bradford. Angela, hands down, no question. I could sit on the fence, but... Sorry, Bradford, Angela wins. Bradford, I love your work and you are welcome back any time. <laughs> oh, you're both welcome. <laughs> Either or both. I like variety. Bradford would be my fans for that because I, for a straight male, I have a big crush on him. I guess I said both. <laughs> Maybe a 69. I don't think I'm alone here when I would when I say yes and please. Both. Definitely both. Well, Bradford, I'd love to receive it from you while Angela sits on my face. Emma, we both know that uh, it should be an and, and the only question is who gets to do it first, and who gets to do what to the other person while they're doing it. Sorry, Bradford, I'd refer you to the answer I gave to question number one. Yeah, sadly. Question number one, that person was tragically straight. I think that's a vote for me. Damn it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we're, we're all sitting here in silence. <laughs> um, boys, you haven't answered yet. <laughs> because we're not going to risk a future, a future blowjob. Uh, really. Just go with both. Go with both. Damn it. Yeah, all right. So, the and, current- and can I just say at the moment, my footy's being... Viciously attacked by the dog. Yeah, that's my will being <laughs> enacted on your foot. Um, so we had two votes, two abstentions uh, for Angela from the local crowd here. Mm-hmm. Um, we had nine votes for me from the audience and an astounding 13 votes for you. Yes. I did count both for both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... I did get an offer for Fortnite, so <laughs> that's also a win. Yeah. Also some very good honorable mentions. And some like, some great honorable mentions. Thanks, babe. There's nothing like an honorable mention. <laughs> honorable mention. And there was some face sitting in 69. It's still, I'm, and I'm, some yeah, sex acts. I'll tell you what, yeah. I'm down for all of this. Like yeah. everything that was said here, I'm down for. The answer is Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. I, I love how the, the the question was, who would you prefer to have oral sex from? And it astoundingly was like, well, if it's 69. <laughs> I also, true. I also like the person who said both, but I know this is an or question, so, and then answer. Like, that's- I had already given myself an, a, a slash for that, and then I had to delete that one, which honestly was the hardest thing I've ever done for this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, can, both. can I? Can Except I get, if I have to pick one, it's Angela. Fuck you. Can I get both <laughs> at the same time? Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, mm. no in, one in, said about the same in time. Synchronous. 
up and down motions. Wow. All right, like I'm... we're eating a cob of corn? <laughs> that me, took, this is why everybody me. wants Angela whoa, instead whoa. of me. <laughs> that took me straight back to that. Um, Hold on. The, the the video that we saw with the cob of corn oh, with the God. sounding on either no, end of it. No. <laughs> I love the denial on the other side <laughs> no. of the room here because I have no idea what the cob of corn means. So when you say both you at the same time, again. do you mean like head and shaft do you mean penis and balls do you mean like penis no, I and mean, anus I mean, do you mean like like are we rimming or like what are we doing Angela what? and I gave a two part rusty trombone the other day yeah a two part rusty trombone where I was eating someone's ass while she was sucking his cock that's a that works but yes. no, rusty I, trombone yes. is when you eat somebody's ass and jack them off yep. oh that, I, I just thought I, that I was, was Thursday I was thinking I was thinking <laughs> What oh, the, my God, I love you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> love you so hard. Oh, my God. That deserves a... <laughs> okay. I, I control the audience so well. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, I was thinking at the same time, same movements, mm. shaft, head, yeah. oh. okay. down. Okay, wow. cool. We, we can maybe arrange this. Yeah. yeah, we'll work on this. All right. Also, we need to find that corn video again. I gotta oh, yeah. Oh, my was. God. I feel really nerdy when I... I'm, Look at this question now in, in the context of all these answers, which were kind of sexy and mm. fun. And now I'm like, mm, yeah, I, th- I thought about, uh, about this way too much. <laughs> yeah. No, there's never way too much. It's that picture where the person's thinking about all the math. <laughs> the py- yeah. what? So if we have Bradford, Angela, and the Pythagorean theorem, <laughs> A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Like sex directed by Kenneth Branagh. I like that. A squared plus B squared. Yeah. yeah. That's how you find your hypotenuse. Equals Jackson Pollock painting. Rude. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay, are we ready to move on? Sure. Okay, so number eight. This is the penultimate question. Ah. Ooh. Mm. Okay. What is one of your sexual fantasies? <sighs> Anybody else want to answer or do you want me to go first? It's go for 300 okay. episodes. So I actually thought about this one a bit last night because I was like, I struggle between puppy pile fantasies, which are fantastic. They're organic. I mean, you know, they're great, right? Love and that's, and that's, yeah, that's kind of a go-to when masturbating. Like it's always a good thing, right? However, I have this certain scenario. It's a very specific scenario. So Bradford is his fox self. The gentleman is my excited assistant, as he often is. You know, he's at least excited, right? I mean, on most days. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Leo is situated comfortably on the S beneath the air conditioning. Because I know Leo. So know me. (laughs) (laughs) And I see Bradford curled up at my feet, and the gentleman is giddy with excitement and encouragement, as he usually is. You're very encouraging. (laughs) And I am very gently and considerately sounding Leo. So I take Leo through his first sounding journey. So we, we go along, we go through the ecstasy, we go through all the sensations. And then when it's all said and done, so once we're done with everything, we all kind of foxy piled together on the bed and we just cuddle and we just recover and we just enjoy. And watch and then, Golden Girls. And then, no, and then that leads to kind of that what? soft, sensual, slow play. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, like oh, okay. And so that's, yeah, that, 
that's something that I... I didn't realize you were going to take it to sex. I thought we were Yeah, yeah I think we need to turn the microphones off. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? He will pay extra for this. That's... Uh, yeah, uh, wait, shut down. Yeah, that's that's got me... Um, yeah, check in in a, a few minutes. Bothered there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Uh. <laughs> All right, next fantasy. <laughs> no, I think we've dealt with this question. <laughs> and we're done. Uh, what do our listeners say? <laughs> For that, I have three words. Fluid, bonded, orgy. My sexual fantasy is me, Angela, Bradford, and the gentleman. To be involved in an actual puppy pile. Uh, We've had a couple of experiences, threesomes and foursomes and whatnot, where everyone was all playing together, but I want to be absolutely buried in bodies, not knowing who is connected to what and where what is going into where and mouths and everything, just suffocated with bodies. You know, with almost any of the lovely partners I've had or want to have had sex with on a warm but not too hot November day on a hot tub bed at Desire. What would happen if all the Discord people met at just one set takes Desire? Not just all meet around the table, let a couple of drinks go and get see what happens in real life. I would love a male, male, female threesome. We have a bit of a shared fantasy. Yeah, something we'd both like to tick off. And I think the scene is us being away with a number of other couples. Like-minded couples. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not even necessarily couples, but people. Yeah, that's right. And being somewhere and um, got this, as much as she's possibly one of the most sexually assertive people I've ever met, uh, is an amazing sub. When she wants to be, and I have a, a smug smile going on here at the moment. Yeah, so to be in a play situation where I can control who she plays with, when she plays with, what she does, as long as she's getting her mind blown, I'm very happy. But I get to say, it's very, very hot giving control of my body over to you, and you get to decide who touches me, plays mm, with me. That's currently the top of our bucket list at the moment. Probably to have such an intense physical connection with someone to the point where it felt like the world just stopped spinning for a while and it was like it was just us and our own little fiery universe of passion. Now that would be hot as fuck. Hmm. It would probably involve some tentacles. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think I like sharing my fantasies because they're a bit weird. I might keep it in my head. Really? Uh, okay. I would like to be like the king of fuck town, like on a sea of bodies, like with a flag having... You been... already are on your head, I well, think. I, I know. It's not a fantasy. But even better, it would, be good, your reality. it would be good if these guys, if Angela and Bradford were with us in conquering that sea of bodies. Yeah, conquering cool. is probably not the right word. That's probably a little <laughs> bit too aggressive. In navigating sexually the sea of bodies. Yeah, maybe. Will there be snacks? Yes. <laughs> cool. I mean... Yeah, cool. I'm the bottom for a man. Suck him. Get a rhythm job for him too. Take my curiosity from my ass away. Send me on a fantastic voyage. 
visiting OSS on a pendulum party night and getting to fully experience my by-the-by community friends. So a threesome or morsome with my wife, which, in which she embraces her own sexuality and then accepts mine and actually enjoys watching me give head. Or she kind of calls me over to help her suck a nice dick. And then I get to guide that cock into her. Yum. Having someone be free use for a day. That's a really big kinky library to choose from, and that would take me a while. <laughs> okay, so I just love that Mr. H is very clearly British Bradford. Uh, for the record, mate, it's called Fucktopia. <laughs> Not fucked down. Goddamn, dude. Come on, get it straight. Our marketing, our marketing department has already gone down the road of Fucktopia. We have penance made. I find it fascinating that so many folks' fantasies desire acceptance. Mm. I think that's such a, it's a beautiful thing. And it kind of makes me a little sad, but I love that that's what you know what you want. And I think there's something really nice about that. And there's also something about identifying that, that then you can try to chase that, right? Because we all want our fantasies to come true. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where I sat. I, when you said it was a little sad, I, I felt the opposite. It's kind of like it's hopeful. I don't mean yeah. it. Yeah, I don't guess I mean sad, sad. I mean, like. No, I think there's a, a in that moment, If you, I think it's sad if you knew you felt that way and there's no way mm. yeah. to find it. There's something kind of hopeful and a bit sexy about the fact that you know that that's what you want. Yeah. You also know mm. there's maybe an avenue for you to find it. Okay, 100%. I agree. I also like the couple that answered where she's the sub and you know he wants to be able to control who does what to her, etc. I love the trust there mm. because that they're in a relationship together. That doesn't always mean that there's full and complete and total trust, but there clearly is. And there's clearly a connection there. And there is a, you're not going to let anything happen to me that I wouldn't want kind of thing. And like, just that bond is just beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I like that too. That would be one of my fantasies also to be a, a sub and to be used, or used and not abused, but used and as <laughs> utilized. Utilized. There you go. That's yeah, a good word. Being told, "This is what you're doing. Do it." Yeah, and I think that Angela would be great at doing that for me. Mm. Oh. Mm. But uh, and just also back to desire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can maybe we can make it happen before, but yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I've expressed before. I've never tried a foot fetish sort of scene before. I think that that would be a pretty cool. Thing mm-hmm. to try, all right? Because I, I haven't done it before. Your and feet, your, your feet, or someone else's? Because yeah. Kevin really likes your feet. That was my first thought. <laughs> well, yeah, Yours or yeah, someone yeah, else? Probably, yeah, my fantasy would be someone else's feet. Um, no, I mean you've already oh, done your feet because Pippin. Oh yeah, yeah. I tease that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get every. Um, yeah, I, I think that that would be something to to try. Uh, you know, that is a, a, a puppy pile. What we were talking about before that acceptance of everybody. I think that's what the appeal to me about the puppy pile is. And I think I've experienced a few that were truly, it did not matter who I was touching, where I was touching. I I was, it was more of a, for me, I was open to anybody touching or doing anything Mm. to me. And that reciprocation of that feeling and what you said, Brad, before, it was a sense of, Everybody together in that moment belonging. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, 
I had permission and was giving permission. It and was, it's a very it was, different we were, space we were, to be we in. We were together besides, like, in that moment. I think as as uh, men, particularly, we've had saunas, we've had the, the dark mm. rooms and the orgy rooms and the other thing. There's a really different space and energy to that place that you're talking about compared yes. to a kind of anonymous space. Mm. The puppy pile is great, but you kind of have a general feel of who's around you and the bodies around you. And I haven't experienced that outside of the Buy Plus place yeah. or those parties. There's, there's other places to play, but not in that same kind of way. Agreed. It's really yeah. sexy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, going back to the, the dark room, there is something to be said for going into a room where you cannot you, I mean, it is dark. It is. It's. I think people don't understand just how dark they are. <laughs> You're literally feeling your way. Yes, you with cannot see every your hand. I almost place. fell over something once, and I was like, I fell a, over several things. Was that a human room. or an ottoman? <laughs> but the, uh, uh, you call it an ottoman. That's a that's a there good name for it. There is something in there. That's no, I agree. I think it's anonymity. And there's a, but yeah. there's something in the puppy pile that's anonymous too. Yeah, that's not that. that, that that's yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it is. It is because you don't always know where all the eight limbs that are touching you are coming from. It's very true. Who they're attached to, and it doesn't matter. It's, they're, they're, yeah. they're called tentacles. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, I just want to say back to one of the first answers. I think my absolute fantasy now. Because fantasies are things that probably won't ever come true, but might. Mm. They could. Okay. But is the fluid bonded orgy. Yeah, I think yeah. a orgy without protection, that's my that's my fantasy. Mm. Yes, yeah, you are right. And I think yeah. that I think that the I reason it's a fantasy is is because it's in your head. I think yeah. re- I think the reality would be a little bit Different? I don't know. I no. think the reality the would be amazing. I think the reality <laughs> would be great if you could get out of your head and all the the preconceptions that we have. You might have to do it twice. <laughs> yeah. Through, through society and saying that you shouldn't do this, blah, 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 whatever. But if you can get past all of that and just be like, all right, this is the thing and it's this great moment and you've taken whatever precautions leading up till then or et cetera, whatever, or you fucking do it twice and then the first time you've gotten over your squickiness and the second time you know yeah i I do feel though sometimes fantasies are better as fantasies Mm, yeah well yeah when it comes to tentacle porn but sorry (laughs) sorry mrs h but like i don't want a real tentacle on a human but well i mean in your fantasies you place unreal expectations uh, i also think that i don't know does the tentacle have suction cups on it like little octopus like (laughs) damn it woman does it have Angela <laughs> suction cup? Angela's <laughs> like, put one on each nipple and one on my clit. You know what? I'm feeling randy tonight. Put one on my asshole. <laughs> Suck away. I, I see what you're saying. I also disagree. Okay. I respect your right to be wrong. Because <laughs> if, the again, the it's idea really- of having, like. Sorry, I, I, I'm going to interject. Yeah, please. And it's from a. Slightly different perspective in that I've been invited to several orgies in the last 12 months that weren't 100% safe. Oh, okay. Or that was fueled by generally cisgendered gay identifying men Mm. um, in play parties that were considered safe because they were prep fueled Mm. uh, Uh or prep prepared. 
but not prepared for all the other things that can come from yeah intercourse and and just it just, just STIs are not just about one thing right um and so I don't know I I, I feel like it's a, a, it's I feel like it's almost cultural in a way I've been to several parties where it's been very unsafe really outside mm-hmm. of of HIV and so that's a very different place to play where there's been total abandon in the, in the yeah. kind of play you can yeah. have in that space. There's been no other – there's a, there's an invitation to play unsafely outside of that one thing. Um, and I've never experienced that outside of a gay community necessarily. And fair see, enough. And, and yeah. see, that's where I think the fantasy comes into it, where, yeah. where those um, concerns – are null and void, and when they are, there's a very hot play space to yeah. play in. Yeah, you, because you, you no one take that away. Yeah, it's, you it's, take it's all very the sexy guilt and or worry when you have no worry in a play space. What can happen? Anything can happen. But if you're poly and you have to walk away from that party at the end of the day, there's more than you involved. Yes. Yeah. 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 The the reality yeah. is different to the fantasy. And absolutely. for the record, I mean, I know, what, I hear what you're saying, but what I'm imagining is a situation where everybody who needs to be can be on prep, or and or you, everybody goes and gets tested on say I'm, on say a Tuesday or Wednesday, and for the Friday party, and you don't do anything from Wednesday to Friday, you get your results, and then Friday night's the party, and then. This is a post-COVID fantasy that you have. I know, right? Also, you get <laughs> you, you have to show a rat like test. This is, actually a rat test. Yeah. This yeah. is not a well done. And your no, last three pay no, slips. No, no. If like, we're going to be as safe as possible, it's a PCR test. <laughs> we do a PCR test and a and an STI swab, I'll, both I'll, on the same day. I'll be completely upfront. I had an invitation yet eight hours ago to come to a party that was prep safe. Uh-huh. But no other test had been administered. Besides, See, that's yeah, not COVID. that's not safe. So you were oh, COVID right? and yeah. prep safe, but nothing else was there. And I've been there before. It's not safe. Yeah, um, and that's not what I want. But same, like, I'm just saying what I want is where everybody's actually safe, at least as safe as they can be tested. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and that's yeah. why it's a fantasy. Exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Someday I'll get my VR. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, last question. Last question, number nine. Okay. Are you ready for this? No. All right. Nine. Nine. <laughs> All right, number nine. What is a way in which you support the LGBTQIA plus community in your everyday life? I mean, we are on podcast number three fucking hundred. 
I was gonna say if I if I answer this one, it's but gonna be like. What have you done lightly? <laughs> if I answer this, it's gonna be like a resume, and yeah. happy yeah. to. But yeah, and that's honestly that's me as well. Look, I try to fight every day at work for the acceptance of my colleagues. Um, I yeah, I fight. I think it's I have a lot of fights that yeah. I fight. Yeah. And, Everything from uh, trying to in and get a um, our gender pronouns put in our email signatures to just being open, honest, and one hundred percent myself, so that other people feel like they can be the same. Mm. And I think for us, besides the podcast, we do go to the Bi Plus Visibility Biconic events. We very much support them as much as we yeah. can to you know support the local community here yep. in Sydney. We yeah, we started the pendulum parties to encourage Bi play particularly amongst by men at OSS at the local swingers club. Uh, we were, I particularly was instrumental in getting the club V the women's only play party going so that women from all different walks of life would have a place to play. Um, yeah, I mean, we do a lot of things in our daily life, but I do think the one thing that for me, I really try to do is that every day, just walk it, live it, promote it. We're unabashedly out loud, proud. We let our freak flags fly. Everybody that we know knows that they can talk to us about whatever they want to. It doesn't have to be, you know, it it can be anything. And that happens. Like you said, like, you know, with your work life, with my work life, we get people that come up to us and talk to us about things that just they would never talk to anybody else about. And just giving people that space and that permission to do so. And I think that there's a lot of community events and a lot of programs and things to promote acceptance. And that's amazing. And that's great. But also just having those little moments can be very big for some people. Big doors swing on small hinges. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not out loud and proud, unfortunately. And you don't have uh, to be. But yeah, that's I right. Think but it's I really think important that, to recognize that. that yeah. Mm. And, yeah. And and I I wish I could be, but I I don't either have the the courage or standing for it at the moment. I, I don't think it's about courage. I think it's about yeah. where you are. There's yeah. we courage is not a measure of how you can express how queer you are or where you are in life. We don't always have a place to be right now where we can be 100% ourselves. Mm. That, that's that been the case forever. It's not now. It's not a yesterday thing or a tomorrow thing. It's what, just where what we I, are. What I try to do is where I hear in my industry where I work, where I, where I hear people being derogatory, mm. I pull them up. Yeah, and I said, no, you know, I, I I do, and and it's gotten to the point where um, I don't get people around me any longer um, saying uh, saying things that are inflammatory. Uh, it's, it's and I think that that's very important because there is there's a lot of different ways to to support the community, and that is a very big one. In saying that, hey, mate, that's not cool. Like you can't say that. That's not acceptable. And being like it takes a lot of courage to pull someone up on that. Yeah. And especially depending on who's around at the time, even if it's just the two of you, but just to be able to actually say something takes a lot of courage yeah. and a lot of strength. And that's important yeah. because it also lets them know that other people are listening. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, just be held accountable for, yeah. for, for shit. That's not okay to say anymore. Even you know, sometimes like- there's no, there's no end point. There's no repercussion, but actually just having someone else in the space who goes, no, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't have to defend that position. Just one person in a room who goes, no, who challenges what is a norm in that space or that industry. I'm lucky to work in an industry that 
considers itself woke, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And I've worked in many other industries that certainly aren't. I think that there's something more brave in in, in, in the one-on-one and actually standing in your own and going, yeah. I actually don't like that. That's not a good space, good space or place for me to be. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I agree 100%. I can see the change starting. Yeah. And I can see attitudes improving. And, and I mean, the other thing I can do is try to bring up my children and the, and the next generation to not have to feel like they have to hide the way I do. Yeah. And I do, you know. But I don't think you I don't necessarily think you're hide. I, that, that's the same thing. I yeah. don't feel you, But maybe it's because... We are in a relationship and we we don't have to experience the hiding necessarily. But I've been in places where I had to hide. I worked in professional football for a long time and no one please um, try to find that. Um, But (laughs) Nobody look for Leo and professional football. (laughs) Yeah, bad, bad link. Um, But even in that industry, just, just having one person in a private space go, no. Yeah, I, I'm not good with that, yeah. and I'm not good with that because I have children, or I have a family, or a community that I need to support and bring along on that journey. I think that's actually a lot braver than what I have to do. I, I walk out in an industry that accepts me every day. Yeah, for whatever I put forward, because it, it we've built a culture of acceptance over a decade or so, or even more. Yeah, I think it's a it's there's stepping stones to be to be made. Yeah. And they have to start somewhere. It's, it's, I think a it's lot small of people, steps. I, I think a lot of people, they neglect or they don't understand the importance of having someone in their corner. And that's what you do, right? You don't have to be the person that runs down the street waving a flag. You don't have to be the person that is part of the Mardi Gras parade. You don't have to be the person that puts it on their Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, hashtags, what you need is sometimes for to be the person that hugs the person and says, you're safe, you're okay, and I support you. That's all you need to be. Yeah. Like, that's what, that's what I needed growing up and didn't get. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of young people need. They don't need these people standing on soapboxes screaming and fighting that way for them. They need the quiet strength of those people who support them in the quiet times, not just in the loud times. There's a lot of people calling out industries like McDonald's and Kmart and et cetera during Mardi Gras, because during the month of Mardi Gras, they all turn to the, like, all you see is rainbow, 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 because it's good marketing and that's what they sell. But during the non-Mardi Gras times, they're not. Don't be a supporter that's the same, that follows that same thing. Don't be a supporter that supports during Mardi Gras or supports during some Pride Month, but then their doors, yeah, their doors closed. The yeah. I like to feel that we see through a lot of that smokescreen. We understand the marketing. I think after 30 years or so of targeted marketing, unlike anything we saw before that, the genera- generation before us, we get that. We know when we're being targeted. But I we're think. old. We are old. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and my job is part of that, let's be honest. But there's something more in recognising universality that's there. Yeah. And then tapping into that. And I agree very much with the supporting, but also we have to remember to use our votes because yeah. – 
so many people, and and I'm going to speak from living in the U.S. here, so many people don't vote because I say my vote doesn't count. One vote doesn't one make a difference. People. But it actually does. So get out, use your vote, stand up for people that need it, help the community. It We're only as good as the weakest link here. And I think that's important to note, I think for the longest time saying that my vote didn't matter, my vote didn't matter. Your vote is counted and it's part of the number. So as that number rises against your opposition, that's when it matters is the showing other people that, huh, maybe I'm not, you know, it's no longer uh, 70, 30, 60, 40. It's now 51, 49. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, that There's, that's yeah. what turns the There's a real power. And I'm getting emotional, but thinking about a queer teen me in the '90s, thinking I was alone, and I'm amazed that in 2022 there's still so many people, even in my own own community, who feel alone. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're really yeah. not. It's not. It's not just a flag waving thing. You're not alone. Yeah. Um. But it's up to us who don't feel alone to stand up and start making the noise. Absolutely. Yeah. And But that noise doesn't have to be, again, that noise doesn't have to be on a soapbox. Or no, it doesn't have to be negative. We have to, we have to do both. We have to be the voice out and grr, and we have to be the quiet, comforting teddy bear. I think we have to challenge <laughs> the power that challenges us. Yes. Or that refuses mm-hmm. us. Yeah. At the same time as supporting each other. 100%. And, and continually getting our stories out there. Remembering that unless we're actually telling our truths, no one knows what we are, who yeah. we are. Mm. We are we are silent until we actually speak. And arguably yell into that void because Hell. someone will fucking hear you. Yeah. Like we always say, yelling, well, I'm just yelling into the void. Yeah, you are. But someone's going to hear you. And that person that hears you might be the person that really needs yeah. to hear that So that do voice. it. Do it again and again and do it 300 do it. Time. I was going to say three. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> okay. Well done, Leo. Oh my God, you fucking marketing genius. God damn it. I'm, now I'm getting emotional. Okay, let's listen to our listeners. I try to be as out and open as I possibly can. I don't always feel 100% safe, and I grew up definitely holding all my cards to my chest, so it's definitely an effort to put myself out there. But I am involved in an employee resource group at work called PRISM. It's a safe space for people in the the community to talk and we even have uh, guest speakers and want to try to educate the other employees that that, that maybe needed and would would like some insight. But yeah, I'm always looking for more ways. So I'm interested to see the answers to this question. Um, But I do need myself. I was an ally and support person for anyone who just wants to vent or to really to go between to find some resources or whatnot. At work, I am in a position of certain influence, and I make sure that I casually abuse that position as much as possible so that people are well aware that I am supportive of everyone, regardless of their gender sexuality, ethnic background, experience level, and generally just try not to tolerate anyone who's choosing to be an asshole or willfully ignorant in any way, shape, or form. I really do strive to be the mom friend. I love to feed people. I do everything I can to make my house a refuge 
and a place of comfort for my fellow queers. And I really do use queer as the umbrella term to cover all that alphabet stuff. Uh, oh, I also host sex parties and orgies. Well, my twins are bisexual, so they know they can talk to me. Just trying to maintain a happy, positive uh, feeling, you know? I'm not around a lot of people that I can be open about this with, so it's kind of hard. Basically, if I found out someone was a part of the LGBTQ plus community, I would just treat them how I would if I didn't know that about them. Because your sexual orientation or your gender identity doesn't define who you are. You're still just a person like me and like everyone else, and I'll just treat you like that. I have a rainbow flag hanging on my house, and I only vote for those that support LGBTQIA+. Uh, I help run a local kink community with a strong focus on inclusivity, and many in the group are on the rainbow, like me. I am actually the go-to therapist in a couple of the uh, community mental health centers I work in, as well as just trying to be a vocal ally whenever possible. I'm very open about what I do and what I enjoy doing. Hmm. And I think by doing that, and I, I do it in my work as well, like I'm an advocate, an ambassador really for um, a steering group for the LGBTQ community in, in work. But what I would say is because I don't shy away from those conversations and because I'm not, I don't want to hide away what I am and I don't pretend I'm something I'm not, I think that's pretty much like having it every day all around me all the time so not talking about it on a podcast then i guess that's saying Does you it? could say that bit okay fine and we have a podcast yeah <laughs> go listen to it it's great i write it on toilet walls <laughs> <laughs> so i've just got a badge <laughs> well literally picked up this week in fact a new sort of responsibility yeah. at work where I, where I am communicating uh, around the LGBTQ plus stuff that we do in yeah. our business or in the business that I work. Uh, so I have a, a lot of responsibility in terms of looking at the way our company interacts hmm. uh, with all these groups, how people are treated, all that kind of good stuff. So that's going to be something that's going to be more prominent in my my home life. But obviously, as we've said, we've got the podcast and we did the whole, you know, in terms of things like ethical non-monogamy as well, we did the TV show. Yeah, we did. sort of did that sort of stuff. So... I feel really passionately about talking about these amazing things that we know and we love, but also about making sure that everyone is represented fairly because that's really core to to what I believe in. Yeah, I think I think we both represent diversity in everything we do anyway because we live and breathe what we are. Yeah. We're not inauthentic in any way in, in how we kind of choose to live our lives. So, yeah. Cool. The other thing that we probably should have done i don't know if it's any help is just say hell i'm mrs h i'm mr h we are the bed hoppers uh, <laughs> thank you by the by for inviting us on to join and do this thing and we're sorry that it took us so long to send it over to you it isn't safe for me to be out myself and my local community but i publicly support a lot of lgbtq plus charities notably the trevor project and i'm very vocal ally even in my local community i live in a real america part of the U.S., and I frequently have to remind people that we the people means all the people. I also regularly post on the By the By Discord, which is an incredibly supportive community that you too can be a part of by supporting By the By on Patreon. Well said. Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh. Okay, so 
I don't know what you guys got out of that, but there were a few things for me that, for one thing, I work for a small to mid-sized company, still small company, and all these people that have these corporate things and groups and like initiatives in their companies because they're a little bit bigger, like that's kind of fucking amazing. And I'm a little bit jealous that you have these things you can be a part of in your work community. However, I also understand that I am privileged in the fact that, yes, I work for a small company, small to mid-sized company, but we're also very diverse, very accepting. And we don't, I, I will say there's always a need, but there's n- not as strong of a visible need, I would say at this point. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of look forward to growing and maybe trying to be a part of something like that as as the company grows and, and as, you know, maybe we can initiate something like that. Um, and then the other thing that I noticed was how many people are very much like we were talking about before is being allies and being the soft spoken, being the, the space for people to come to and to have that. And then there's the people that don't have the spaces and and, and they're not able to be maybe as vocal and as open in their life as they want to be. But Discord and this community that we've created through all of this gives them a space to do that and to be that and to be around people that, that are like them and, and to be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be honest, the last couples made me emotional as well. Yeah. Uh, it, I think, and I'm using, I'm going to use mixed metaphors here, or at least I'm going to give two metaphors. I like the visual picture of great doors swing on small hinges, as well as the, when you throw a stone into a pond, the immediate reaction is small, but the ripples will touch all edges of of the shore. And I think that we often forget that even the smallest of actions, what may seem like a small action to us might be a huge action to somebody else. And whether that is uh, volunteering or working in in a space in your own organization that you work for, volunteering for a an organization outside of your day to day, what pays, what keeps you in your home, or whether it's it's even little things like you know maybe suggesting a podcast to friends that you've listened to three hundred episodes of. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. I think that it's I, I really what I want people to go home with. From this, the takeaway message is that don't think that any action is too small. There is no action that is that is too small to support anyone. Yeah, well said. One hundred percent. I yeah. think that's the amount important. Of times I've seen yeah. something that would otherwise be obscure on a T-shirt of yeah. someone walking down the street or a small amount yeah. of visibility, and honestly, it's been down to a scrubby. Definitely 10-year-old rainbow sticker on the back of a hatchback somewhere that made me go, oh, yeah, there's someone who I identify with or... There's someone like me. Yeah. Yeah. Smallest things. And all you have to do is reach out to one person. That's It it just needs to touch one person. And inevitably, any small thing you do, you may not even realize it, but there will be someone that notices and someone that sees and that... Someone that it matters for. You may not change the world, but you could change someone's world. It doesn't need to be overt. It doesn't no. need to be in your face. It, sometimes it's the nod in a yeah. supermarket. It's, it's the little recognition of, I know what your T-shirt means. Yeah. I know what that thing is. And it's, it's an eye. It's a, it's a split second of a moment where you go, oh, shit, I'm not alone. Mm. You don't have to make a permanent connection with a human being. You just need to know that you're not by yourself. Yeah. 
I think that's so important. Sorry. So important. No, I, I'm 100% with you as someone who has felt alone, who had felt alone for a very long time. It's, and I think it's, I, it's not just sexuality. It's no, no, it's community. It's, yeah. it's beyond yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're right. It is community. And, and sometimes, you know, the, the greatest journey start with the first step. Yeah. And that first step might just be becoming an ally. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Or standing up like, and, and not saying. the ally. That's, and, that's, that's not really. In yeah. every community, you need activism from within the community and you need people from within to, to bubble up and to build up and, and to, to help promote change, acceptance, et cetera. But without the allies, that would be nothing because inevitably these communities are very much minorities. And We're a small need, group. Yeah. We're marginalized. And yeah. you need people from other communities to come in and say, no, that's okay. Even if they're not, they don't identify as part of that community. Allies are absolutely critical and they're, they're such an important part of any kind of movement, of any kind of acceptance, of any group. The allies are just as important as, yeah. as those who identify within the group. If anyone out there has ever felt like their family didn't get them, didn't yeah. support them, yeah. in that recognition you understand how important an mm. ally, whether you know them or not, is. To yeah. You. Yeah. Just in that, in those little moments, I've had so many moments in the last twenty-five years where I've had a little nod or a little, just just a wink or something somewhere where you have that little, that little electricity between two people in a space, and you go, "I get it." Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because, like, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. It's having somebody tell you either verbally or non-verbally, that they get you is so important. It's so important. And, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer that we need a podcast like this. <laughs> Honestly, it, yeah. I, I look at it and I'm like, this sucks. Look, we're 2022 and we're still uh, look, trying to educate people about yeah, acceptance. I, That's I, a bummer. I, I think it's great that there's podcasts like this because there's, there's a, a shining light in someone's world of darkness that they can – listen to a podcast just like this and can see the community surrounded by it and know that there's not just one other person but there's many other people. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, honestly, sometimes that can be the difference between, you know, life and death. I like to think of, I often use the analogy for this podcast and the reason behind this podcast was I was searching for a lighthouse. I was searching for a blazing light. I was searching for a lighthouse, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I think it's important to remember if you've ever been to a concert where people throw up lighters, yeah, I'm that old, or <laughs> or their torches or flashlights on their phones, the small lights, many small lights together can light an entire room. You don't have yeah. to have a lighthouse to shed, you know, blinding light. I think if a lot of people make small actions that that's what it takes. And whether that small action is donating to local charities and communities, whether it's telling your children that you accept them or that anyone can come and making sure that they know that they can tell their friends that this house is always a safe house. Yep. And no matter how, what, what or who you are. And I think speaking of children, just impressing upon your children, the fact that Every child matters and it doesn't, you know, all the little things 
because I mean, children are petty. We can all be, I mean, fuck, adult, adults petty. are petty. What yeah. am I talking about? <laughs> People are petty. But just impressing upon them that, like, you know, anyone is welcome here. And, and like you said, this is a safe place for children. And if there's somebody that's maybe a little bit on the outs, et cetera, and, and some children are more in tune to that than others, but just encouraging them to have those people over to to include those people and, and it's just it's those little moments that can make such a big difference and in, in teaching your children that yeah we learn to be powerful not by watching powerful people mm. but in the small moments yeah. of watching the people we respect and want to emulate be adult mm. yeah to be mm. fair mm. it's in the equity around us that we see power and it's it's a sad thing that we have to talk about it still. It is. But it's also kind of awesome. It that, is. It is, it is that kind that of we awesome. Have this place to yeah, talk about because it. Because we talk about it now and And we it, can it, talk about it. And in two generations' time, hopefully there is a generation of children growing up that it is the norm. It is yeah. it is not coming from a place in the shadows. It is just normal. Yeah. Mm. And I think podcasts like this and, and people like people in this room and the listeners here are making that change now, today, for mm. tomorrow. I, I love that feeling to be a part of that. Yeah. And I'm proud. I'm proud of it. And yeah. I'm proud of the work that we've all done in this room, both on this podcast and putting out a message of hopefully hope and positivity. And also off this podcast, because everyone in this room, they do things outside of yeah. there that really promotes that and encourages that that love and that acceptance and, and just tries to push the message out into the community as as to that every person matters. And that happens inside this room. It happens outside this room, very much outside this room. But everyone here does that. And, and we're, I'd say Bradford and I are very lucky to be surrounded by people who embody very much the same ideals that we do in that respect. Yeah. I think there's something important in recognizing that there's a everyday change you can make. Mm. And that's not in having a podcast or having a broadcast or right. having an audience. It may be that there's one person in your world who just needs to know they're okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Whatever fluidity, whatever change, whatever thing you're exploring. Changing the world one bisexual orgy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sure. Yeah. Though though to touch on, I think it's important to remember that every human being out there has an audience. Whether that audience is tens of thousands or tens or ones or even yourself. You can be your own audience and listen to yourself. Don't listen to that dark, depressing part of your brain. Uh, Listen to the light and jovial one that says, hey, fuck wit, you're all right. And it doesn't matter what those cunts say. How'd that sound? Yeah, that was good. Mm -hmm. good. I like it. Do I need to go that one over again? (laughs) I think that's a keeper. Excellent. Uh, Final thoughts over episode 300. 300, goddamn. 300, yeah, congrats, congratulations. Yeah, that's huge. You could drive huge. almost across Australia and only listen to us. <laughs> wow. Wait, let me just see. What does, uh, how long does it take to drive from Sydney to Perth? Uh, talk amongst it's yourselves. Like, while it's like seven days. <laughs> so I will say that one of the things that I heard over and again from people who submitted their answers, from listeners who submitted answers to these questions, was 
how much conversation was sparked around the questions and around coming up with the answers and how many, several of the, the people who submitted answers said they had hours long conversations with their partners about the answers to this. And admittedly, when we came up with the list of questions, it was just kind of a bit of like, these are basic questions, you know, somewhat a little bit jovial, et cetera, but they're just questions that we felt like everyone should have sort of maybe an answer to. And yet it sparked so much conversation and, and there's so much that maybe we don't necessarily talk about as, as couples and as, as people and as groups. And, you know, even tonight amongst us in our little poly group, like there's a lot that we really haven't discussed and we now have with you. There's also been spoiler a bit offline that you don't get to hear, but it's really interesting just that these somewhat innocuous questions can actually spark really big conversations and really you can actually learn a lot about yourself and your partner and it can take you to very different places than maybe you expected it to be. And I find that that's fascinating. And I think it's great. The fact that some of these very seemingly simple questions can spark just good conversation amongst you and your partner. And then, you know, that kind of makes me want to think like, you know, what other questions do we need to be asking each other? Yeah, that's a good question that you just asked. (laughs) Weird. Fulfilling prophecy. (laughs) The complexity and the simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite color? Purple. Yeah, shit. It used to be blue, all, but now it's purple. All th- all four of us are purple? God damn it. It's blue. I, I will <laughs> Is say, it blue? Okay. I will okay. say I am absolutely an 80s baby. I grew up with different colored shoelaces on my shoes, and one was yellow and one was purple. Aww. It, was always, it was always yellow and purple. Yellow and purple were always together for me. Leo, you do look amazing in blue. You do. Yeah. It makes your eyes, like your eyes, like woof. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so anybody who's curious, if you only listen to our podcast, you could drive from Sydney to Perth, back to Sydney, back to Perth, back to Sydney, back to Perth, and back to Sydney, and never listen to the same podcast twice. And that is including the times that we've repeated. Because you could, if you listen to all of our podcasts, you could then make it a third back to Perth. Did that mean we... Could we circumnavigate? I the think we can circumnavigate the continent. Yeah. Wow! And only listen to five mm, podcasts. You can circumnavigate me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fucking amazing. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And oh, weird. Yeah. You, could, you could go around the whole of Australia. Oh, well done, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. <laughs> well, I mean, it ended as it began with a really bad hole joke. Taint nothing to it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you made me snort. You. Okay, so I want to say a very big thank you to the gentleman and to Leo. You have very much been a huge part of this journey for us, both personally and in the podcast and we very much appreciate it and we love you very much and we will have you on again because everybody out there fucking loves you more than us it's true it's true there should be a leo gentleman podcast out there um leo and the gent (laughs) i don't know (laughs) gently we go we we just take the microphones and (laughs) is it is it a gently we leo is it gently leo i don't know um yes thank you very much i kind of like leo and the gent i think we've got the whole thing the gent sounds great yeah (laughs) thank you very much you two fucking cunts and also a huge 
huge thank you to Angela. This podcast would not be made without her because she takes our fucking, my fucking ramblings and cuts it down and makes me sound smart. She puts up with a lot of stupid bullshit for technology and whatnot, but she listens to every fucking episode at least once before it goes to your ears and it wouldn't be made. This podcast would not exist if it wasn't for her. Do you know how many times I've circumnavigated Australia? I know, right? <laughs> if you count the times you've talked and the count times you listened, uh, you've probably gone around the earth. To the moon and back. I miss you both. Yeah, we miss you too. We miss your faces. And congratulations on like episode 300. That is absolutely freaking incredible. That's incredible. That is but also, when I think about the amount of editing and the amount of setting up and publishing that goes behind that, not just the being there and recording the scenes, but the physical hard work of doing the thing, that's, you know, that really should be congratulated. Well done, Angela. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bradford, we love you. Yeah. But we well do. done, Angela. But mostly well done, Angela. And I'm putting it with Bradford. Yeah. And thanks for that amazing um, imaginary head that you just gave me. Are you me. done with that now? Uh, no, I'm going to be thinking about that for a while. <laughs> so I would like to say a very big thank you to Bradford and Mr. H for your kind words. It does take a bit to put this together, but at the same time, I enjoy it. And it's fun to give something out to you listeners every week. And we definitely enjoy doing it. And it's really great to have the interaction with our listeners when Bradford's going to tell you how to reach us in a moment, but also through Discord and, and having everyone, all of our Patreon people on Discord is just an amazing thing. And I love it. Every day I go there multiple times a day and check it out and interact with people. And it's just so good. Yeah. If you want to be one of those voices that uh, you heard through the last couple of podcasts, please support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast for as little as $2 a month. That's 50 cents an episode. You can join us on Discord and chat your little heart away. Also, find us on all of our socials. We are at By The By Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and on the Instagram. You can email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or check us out on our website, www.bythebye.com.au. Yes, and thank you for listening in this week and for keeping up with us the last two weeks. I know that these have been some monster episodes, but... I hope it was at least a little entertaining. Yeah. And uh, thank you for supporting us for the last five, six years. Yeah. A long fucking time. Uh -huh. And uh, looking forward to the next 300. Yes. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.